have a secret, don't laugh. I don't like that. I hate right. that well, fishy that makes taste. Oh, fuck, dude. I can tell how wet you are. Fucking, you're hustling. Please don't steal my stuff. See things, see your psychic. Are, are you fucking, are you walking in here with fucking wet cancer farts on your head? I was just gonna say, I think it's not south, but uh, in the middle center thing. <laughs> So you might only stings as a family called vacations. Literally, <laughs> white people is crazy. That's exactly. There's no other thought that could be going through her head but that. Fifty something. Sure. White woman who definitely is going to get hand job. That's how I gave up fast food. I ate Taco Bell two nights in a row. That's really good audio. Realizes that was hysterical. People love heavy calls in the mics. Have a good day, whore. I literally give the, the, the bus driver like twenty dollars. I'm like, here's twenty dollars for my white guilt. Anyway, break it down. No, I'm honestly curious. Break that down. That makes me not dance. Explain. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I've, I've had the high sex drive recently, I guess. I don't know. All right. Like, I can't, I can't just, like, I don't want to say, if, I don't know if the word addict and sex are, like, really things, but I don't think that's, that's applicable. I mean, a sex addict is is not just, like, somebody who wants to do it all the time, but it's somebody who's willing to, like, uh, really compromise their own standards and morals to Oh, yeah, to that, that doesn't... Time. Not applicable to me, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not applicable to me. I mean, I, I like my hand, and, uh, you know, it doesn't... That's it. Not as much as I like your hand. Probably not. You're right. The show's way better with headphones. It is. I feel like it's a more professional. It's a, you know, we just thing. abandoned them because the fucking the most of the headphone cables don't reach the other chairs. When when I'm just sitting here, like sitting next to you, talking to you, and you fall asleep, I I I forget about all the people in like uh, Germany or where's where's uh, I forget uh, where we get our like our, the Netherlands, the Netherlands, all those motherfuckers in the Netherlands that are out there listening to us. I totally forget about them, and I feel really like alone in this world. Yeah, and I feel like nobody's listening to us, and we're just talking like. Like we always do, but now I hear my own voice, and, and I have feels, this. You know, feels more official. A little bit, yeah. All right, it does. So, uh, so strong possibility I'm selling this house, which means we have to rebuild this studio somewhere else, or I do anyway. Um, that can be done. It can. I just don't want to. Um. Anyway, and anyway, you got it. Fucking. So. Have the realtor come to you know check out the space yesterday? Did you um, invite her in and play like some seductive music for her? I did not. I just I just said yeah, come look at the house. I just imagine that all these scenarios that you that you these pictures that you paint are like porno movies or something. Uh, there was there was uh, there there's a, a good deal of uh, innuendo in our conversation, but um, aside from that, really more importantly than that. So we go up into the attic because, you know, she needs to see the whole house. And the cat, um, my Oscar, goes up there, not, not <laughs> Oscar number two. So, Fucking hell. Uh, so Oscar runs up there and she's like, uh, do you need to get the cat down? I'm like, nah, he'll come down. I was like, you know, what's he gonna, it's, he's going to get bored up here in fucking 10 minutes because it's just an attic and he's going to want to come downstairs. So... You know, we're we're walking around, we're doing the thing, she leaves, um, and, you know, it's like an hour and a half later, and I hear meowing from in the attic, and I'm like, what the, what the fuck? So, I asked my daughter if she let the cat out from the attic, because I said, hey, when he starts scratching at the door, just open, open the door and let him out. And she's like, okay. Um... Because I'm assuming, you know, if I shut the door, he's just going to come down, scratch the door, and we're going to have to open the door and let him out. Um, so I hear meowing from upstairs, and then I go up, and I'm like, where's this fucking cat? I can't find him. Like, I cannot find him anywhere. And then, like, I realize that the meowing is coming from above my head. <laughs> okay. Cat is stuck in the fucking ceiling. Like, the one above us right now? Of the attic. Oh, the so oh, the shit. floor above us. So like in the the structure of the actual house, like inside the house. Correct. Shit. So somehow he got behind. Well, not you know he got behind the knee wall because my fucking retarded ex wife decided to take down the knee walls in the fucking attic because you know she's fucking retarded. 
Um, so he got behind the knee wall, but she didn't take like all of the paneling down. She just took it down at the low level, like by the floor, which makes no fucking sense. Okay. So he gets back there and I guess he like ran uh, cause you know, it's a vaulted like slanted roof. So I guess he ran up the wall where it slants and lodges himself in the ceiling above the fucking attic. So I'm up there for like an hour trying to fucking get him down. The cat is clearly fucking terrified. Like yeah. he he's having this like this like it's not like meow, it's like, like deer in headlights not yeah, not moving. Like sure. kind of like like holy shit, what the fuck is going on kind of fucking meowing. Yeah. The end result I'm showing Jason a picture is that I actually have to go physically rip the ceiling off of the attic to climb through it and get my fucking cat down. Like a fireman. So now I have to replace the ceiling in the attic because my cat is an asshole. And more importantly, and I think this is a valid fucking time to point this out, that my ex-wife is a fucking asshole. I think if you got a hole in your ceiling, it's just time to move anyway, She created the damage that allowed the cat to penetrate the ceiling and get lodged into it. So that was that was my night yesterday, and then you know at the end of it, I'm covered in fucking roof slate and fucking dust and insulation, and I was just like, "Fuck this! I I can't fucking be in this house for ten more minutes." So I left for a couple hours. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. So that was that was my yesterday, pulling my cat out of a ceiling. Uh, my my day was a little different than that. A little different than that. I came up with this. Um, okay. I came up with this this idea, this thing that I would like to do, um, which is to become a amateur, uh, softcore, adult <laughs> film star parody star. Because I want to make um, I want to make amateur par- softcore parody parody amateur softcore pornography. Yeah. Okay. So I have these like really off the cuff like uh, some of them are political and some of them are non political and like some of them are like historical characters. Like I want to play like some <laughs> historical parody porn. Yeah, yeah, kind of like you know, like Thomas Jefferson. All right. So is it like drunk history porn? <laughs> I didn't even think about. Oh that. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> I think it would just be funny, like watching me create any kind of softcore pornography. For the record, drunk history may be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, I I just picked up like on it. I just started watching it um maybe like a year ago. Like I didn't I didn't really I was new to it just phenomenal. kind of recently. It really is. It's Phen- it's out there. Phenomenal fucking show. It's it's pretty out there. Um so yeah, I I uh I w- I thought I was like hatching all these ideas of like these films that I wanted to shoot, but they all involved like some form of like not hardcore pornography, but like some form of like, you know, like softcore point is like showing the sex without showing the sex, like showtime and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. So um so that happened. And then after that, like after I figured out how I'm gonna spend the next, I don't know, my free time going forward, um, I planned my next vacation. So I'm leaving the country in like a few days and I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm gonna go crime like climb around the jungle and learn to surf and go see a shaman and was take some saying, ayahuasca. Was saying crime around crime around Freudian slip. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to be a, no, actually I looked up the, um, I did my research. I looked up the cannabis laws in, in Mexico and it's, it's really unique in that they, they found the laws, uh, 
pertaining to cannabis to be unconstitutional last year. Really? So it's now they have no way to enforce the law. They decriminalized it already, but now they they have no way to enforce the remaining law in the book. But the book is or the law is still there. They they haven't changed the law. They decriminalized it, so the, but it, they still have it uh, classified as like equivalent to like the United States, like a Schedule One drug, like with like heroin or whatever. Okay. But they uh, they have yeah they've made it unconstitutional to enforce um, any laws against marijuana. So that are not like cartel sized things, I guess, like any kind of personal use or whatever. Right. So it's like a very unique uh, place. So as long as I don't get killed, like as long as I don't like start tripping my face off in the jungle and get lost and like get killed by some some like uh, Yucatan like refugees or something. However, your plan is to trip your face off in the jungle. <laughs> yep. So how do you? G- well, that's where the shaman comes in, I guess. Right. That's what you pay a shaman for. Or, like pay to see the shaman, someone that's going to like. Uh, Walk you through the crazy shit that's about to happen, I suppose. Which I got to be real, I um this ayahuasca stuff, like I I really am not very familiar with it. Like I know it's a psychedelic beverage that you drink, and that it makes people it's DMT uncomfortable and vomit sometimes. Yeah, no, it, it's DMT. They actually is it? Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's what is derived. Yeah, it's it's uh, like ayahuasca a, a derivative is, or something. Yeah, so DMT is the actual like molecule, but ayahuasca is a way for um is like a is basically the the DMT molecule from one plant and then the other plant is the uh, MAO inhibitor that allows your body to process it and they, you know, mix the two plants together, turn it into a drink and it's a DMT trip. That's that's all it is. Well shit, the a week from this evening I'll be doing that, uh experiencing that in the Yucatan Peninsula jungle. Um, they, uh, the shaman actually has like, they have the, it's a community of, of these people or whatever. Um, they have a, a recommended diet for you uh, that be, that you're supposed to begin one week out, which I fucking scoffed at already because there's no way in, in fucking hell I'm like, I'm, I'm sticking to this diet that they have, but there's essentially, they are, um, pescatarians. Okay. Uh, they eat fish and stuff, but like, it's no pork, no poultry, no beef, um, no milk, no cheese, no dairy. I guess they're like vegan pescatarians, if that's a fucking thing. Okay. Like it's just a very it's a very strict diet. But uh for seven days they they recommend they like highly recommend that you stick to this diet that they have. And like I I So why it, don't you want to do that? It's the milk, man. I fucking love milk. So what I'm gonna do is like I cause I don't I don't I don't like take kindly to other people's suggestions on what I should put in my body really. So like I'm having I'm struggling with it, but in a couple of days, like tomorrow, right? Or the next but if day, it's to like benefit the experience, then I'm gonna go buy some almond milk, man. I'm gonna buy some almond. It's okay. the it's the it's the dairy that I intake in the mornings and like this my breakfast, my smoothie or whatever that that I'm gonna miss out on. So I got to get like a gallon or five of almond milk to like <laughs> last me the next couple of days. I eat a lot of cereal. Like I'm like a little kid, man. I eat a lot of cereal and I drink a lot of smoothies. It's a lot of fucking dairy going out coming out. I think I'm lactose intolerant. Like man. I like I get I fucking have these like these these smells coming Wait, out of my body. You just said you love milk and you think you're lactose intolerant. Well, when I have too much of it, I like I fart like these these fucking like room clearing like really terrible. Like I I can't stand it myself. Like I can't to the point that I can't sit in my own like uh, you know odor or whatever my own like fumes. I have to fucking leave the room sometimes because okay. it makes me like gag. But yeah, like when if I if I it's like a very fine line getting to that like that uh, level. I can drink like you know a fair amount of milk before I get there. But once I get there, forget about it. I've lost. I'm lost for like a day. Like I gotta stay away from the public for like a day. 
All right. Yeah. So no making like softcore porn on those days. Clearly. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's what right. happened. Oh yeah. So hopefully the next uh, the next episode I can uh, I can report back on as as long as I make it out of the jungle and or don't get like. So how did you how did you decide on Mexico in the first place? Uh, we were like we wanted to go. Okay, so the trip, the idea of the trip was born out of like getting the fuck out of the northeast uh, in the middle of winter. Even though it's like starting to warm up and it was a really mild winter, our trip got pushed back like two or three weeks. Um, and uh, then we realized like I don't know what it is like if it's like the travel the travel restrictions or the 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 cost of the whatever it is. We looked at like where Costa Rica is and where like the other Caribbean islands were and the prices of them and like the availabilities and stuff. And we just booked the trip like last night, like a, less than a week out from like the time we land. And uh, Mexico was across the board, like the most affordable, like um, openly, you know, like available, okay. like rooms yeah. were available. And it was the quickest. It's like the the fastest flight, which for me is a big thing. Like I like I really want to go to Thailand, but it's a fucking 19 hour one way flight, man. Like yeah, fuck that. I can't do that. I need to like, I can fly maybe... I know I've done 10 hours before, but that's the most I've flown. Yeah. I can do 10 hours and I get... Where was 10 hours to? Um, going to uh, going to Paris, we had like hit into the, some winds. So it was like an eight hour and 50 minute flight that turned into like 10 hours or... No, we we spent a half hour on the on the thing, like getting ready to leave it was delayed. The, right, right. So like anyway, it ended up being 10 hours of like me, like I'm six foot two and a half, like sitting on this jacked up little fucking yeah. seat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can't. I I learned I can't do uh, no way in hell nineteen hours unless I take some kind of th- shit that just knocks me out cold for like you fifteen. Just of them. Take some fucking Zequil and like forget <laughs> that the trip happened. I guess, but the then the thing with that is like you have to go for an extended period of time because if we were to go for like you know seven or eight days, two of those days are just for right. flight right there. Yeah. Two of those days alone are just for flight, and like I need a day to recover from the flight too. So like I got to go for like two weeks when I go to Thailand. Right. Yeah, when I go to Thailand, not if I go, when I go. Right. I'm filling my, I'm like, I'm dead serious about fleshing out my uh, passport. It's got two fucking stamps on it right now. We were going to go to Puerto Rico, but I I, uh, I said, no, I need well, to. Not, that's not even a different country. As I said, I need to stamp in my fucking passport. I put the, I put my foot down. You go to like Costa Rica. That's a different country. That was the plan. So Costa Rica. Okay. So the, the same, basically the same, the same like kind of trip was, uh, it was about, I don't know, like seven, eight, almost like twice the cost, almost twice really? the cost, like just under twice the cost for uh, direct flights and for like comparable uh, places of stay and stuff. Right. Not counting like meals or anything. Huh. So, yeah, I don't know. I like going places where they speak English. So <laughs> to learn another language. Oh, I mean, jackpot. I actually, I have to, I have to uh, refresh my, do like a refresher course, but I spent two years learning Spanish when I moved to Nevada. Like right. I was surrounded by Spanish folks. So I, I have a very firm understanding. Like I can, I can understand it, and I can, I can read it. I can speak it like pretty poorly, but uh, I mean, I can understand it and read it like fairly well. Right, right. I just need to like pull that back out of the back of my brain somewhere. What but if- yeah, I, I can like, I can. I'm not going to get like, uh, I'm not going to mistake like common objects or like shit like that when I get there. Do you know how to speak well enough to negotiate your release from a cartel when they're like, oh, it's an American, we could get a lot of money for him. If it's not like about like cats, cows, tables, dinner, breakfast <laughs> times, or like stuff like that, I don't know any of it. No, man. But I can tell you like that the chicken is on the table. Like, <laughs> oh shit. 
I forget table now. This is why I need the fucking refresher course. This is why I need the. This is why I need a refresher Wait, course. Wait, I can't tell you that either. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to embarrass myself anymore with my un pior español. Oh fuck. Um, like a month ago, maybe I don't fucking know. Not that long ago, we went to. Uh, so I've been doing this thing where I take my daughter to a different, um, like. I don't know, event like every every other weekend. And it's just, they're just like in the calendar and we pick one. So a couple of weeks ago we went to the, uh, was the, yeah, we went to the Please Touch Museum. Oh, okay. Like yeah. on the, you but, know, in West Philly. Yeah. Um, which is a cool place and gigantic. Did that move like at some point, like over the last decade or two? I feel like it did. I could be wrong. Not that that really matters, but about that, it's in a gigantic fucking building. Anyway, so there's a uh, not a Ferris wheel. What do they call those things with the fucking horses? Oh, uh, uh, a Ferris wheel. No, Ferris wheel is the one that goes up. Um, Cirque? No, a uh, carousel. Carousel. That's so there's it. a carousel in the back, and you buy tickets to it, and. Uh, as like you're walking around, there's like somebody, you know, because it's very child oriented. Um, there's somebody walking around with a puppet, like giving instructions, like, you know, like with a headset and like a puppet, like saying, like, you know, proceed to the left and blah blah blah. <laughs> but so here's the thing: was their mouth was their mouth moving? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, their mouth was moving. <laughs> they didn't even try. So, th- dude, zero. Zero effort. <laughs> I mean, like Fucking failed actors. There couldn't have been less effort. They were so they were moving their mouth fucking blatantly as they were like opening and closing their hand with this puppet who you know looked like a regular fucking like Muppet, like something off Sesame Street or Crank Yankers or whatever. Um, but it did, but it was like like a fuzzy monster with googly eyes type of puppet. The thing is, they weren't even like making a voice, like you know, they're talking with a puppet. And were they the, were they asking themselves question the puppet questions? The girl had like the thickest ghetto accent. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in West Philadelphia. If you imagined that she wasn't there and you're just watching the puppet, then you're literally watching this puppet go. When y'all get in here, y'all need to move to the left. Y'all motherfuckers that are on the ride need to get off the ride and go to the right. Y'all hear me? You know to what? the right. <laughs> it's like this is how the puppet, which is like a furry, googly-eyed, big-nosed monster, Sesame Street looking puppet, is talking. This is why okay, this is why people like have you heard that these people that get in like fights with the workers of fast food restaurants, right? Like customers getting in physical fights with like workers of fast food restaurants. Uh, yes. This, right, that right there is why. Fucking people get in fights with like McDonald's workers or Wendy's workers. Please because, explain. Because they come at they come at you with this fucking attitude, right? Like like this this fucking attitude, like you, motherfucker, this cheeseburger is better than me and you combined. And like all of a sudden, somebody's jumping over the table and they forget all where they're at. And it's like they're in fucking West Philadelphia all of a sudden, man. You, do you mean the customer forgets or the employee forgets? Both of them. Both of them. Yes. Yeah, like the the employee the employees have been known to get very indignant, man. Man, I wish Kevin was here for this. Fucking very indignant. Um like, Yes. Well, how angry do you have to be to walk up and punch somebody in the face at a Taco Bell because your order is delayed? Like uh <laughs> pretty fucking angry. pretty fucking angry, but at, you know, at the same time like 
I think a lot of what happens in those particular scenarios is the people who work there are really like doing the best they can with a terrible fucking clientele. Terrible. Terrible clientele. Yeah, sure. Listen, I have eight restaurants in the Bronx. So fucking <laughs> I went to a Burger King in, in North Broad with my nephew recently. That was a fucking experience, man. Yeah. That was an experience. It was like going into a Burger King on Alien Planet almost. Okay, yeah. No, you're 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 not wrong. Fucking I'm like, being defensive for no they reason. They gave me they I, we ordered two bacon cheeseburgers, went to the movies, right? We get out, we order two single bacon cheeseburgers, one onion ring. They don't have onion rings, and they give us cold cheeseburgers with no bacon and like no ketchup or nothing. So I brought it back there to like ask her what the fuck is going on. And she takes them out of my hands with her like her just touching the cash, like her like regular unfucking gloved hands and brings them back to the guy and like starts yelling at him. And then they just and like tosses it down on the thing and give, the guy just puts fucking bacon, like cold slices of bacon on there and she just gives it back to us, dude. Like it was it was like clearly a manhandled sandwich. And I realized the expectations because of we were, we were in fucking Broad Street in North Philly, the expectations were like less than pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Like they People are just used to getting treated like that. Like, how the fuck are you going to give me a fucking cold-ass cheeseburgers with no bacon yeah, on it? they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. And, and most of the customers don't give a fuck. Oh, man. They're not like, I want a new sandwich. They're like, fix this one because this don't know is the one I paid for. I don't know if it's necessary to say, but we were, we were the only white people in the, in the whole establishment. Yeah, everybody knew. Yeah, I know. We were the only people that went back up and complained about our order, too. I know we weren't the only ones with the wrong order. Fucking hell. Yeah, uh... I I <laughs> I don't even think they wear their their fucking Burger King shirts in that joint, man. They just wear whatever they want to. Like maybe the one at the register was wearing a Burger King shirt. I swear the other people yeah, were just wearing like t-shirts, know. man. Fucking, it's it's there are just there's like the manager doesn't want to go to this to this location anymore. Just lets yeah, it slide. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's kind of what fucking they happens. They saw the manager is, like is three months ago. Like, you know, <laughs> fuck this. I, I'm not going to this place. And you know, the clientele is worse than the fucking employees. It's, and a, it's like right by a, by a school, but nobody from Temple goes there. And man. the employees are <laughs> like from... dealing with like customers who don't give a shit, like give a shit less than they do, yelling at them all day. Yeah. So they're jaded and they're like, fuck this. And it's a fucking shit show. Like, I guess I can see why we got those cold cheeseburgers now. It's like, it's a combination of like everybody who is walking in there thinks that they are better than the employees. Because they're fast food employees, so they just assume they're better than them and smarter than them. So they talk down to them. Mm. Meanwhile, the fast food employees can't get a better job than the job that they're at anyway. So they are jaded, and the customer might, might not be wrong. <laughs> and fucking, so they have a chip on their shoulder from being talked to like they're stupid all the time. And then they take it out on the customer. You know, it just takes that one person to like talk to them the wrong way, and they fucking have had enough, and they lose their shit. I watched a surveillance video of that shit one time at a, at a Taco Bell or something, man. Like people literally just climbing over the like. I think the the worker and the guy were climbing over the counter simultaneously towards each other to like they couldn't wait to like start throwing fists up in the air, man. Yeah, I've over tacos over. 99 cent tacos. I have a good friend who runs a fast food restaurant in Rittenhouse Square who may or may not be on this show sometimes. <laughs> and um, fucking his employees uh, made the news recently for beating the shit out of a homeless person uh, really? in the middle of the fucking restaurant. Wow. Yeah, but apparently the homeless person came in and was up. like threatening everybody and was like, you know, you guys are going to give me food or I'm going to fuck somebody up. 
So they were, and then someone behind the counter and had enough and been like, fuck that. I'm going to fuck you up and jump the counter. And they like beat the shit out of like four or five employees, like beat the shit out of him in the dining room. I mean, we're all just human. And then man. dragged him to the street. We're all just human. It's, it's, uh, it's. People like, it's like, you can only say so much shit to a person before they're like, some people just can't, some people don't give a fuck what the scenario is or where they are. Like if you cross a line with some people, that's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is unrelated. Uh, we've, for some reason, I can't breathe. For some reason, the uh, conversation of ass wiping has come up on this show. You know, that's so weird. Many I have, times. I have, like, I have a similar related topic. Go on. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm kind of excited about this. Um, this is really in relation to Ken. So I, you know, <laughs> hopefully he listens to this be, and, and something we were debating. Because we were talking about, you know, wiping towards your balls versus wiping towards your back. I hope there was like a clear-cut winner with this. This Wiping towards your back is a clear-cut winner. Yeah. First of all. Because uh-huh. if you're wiping towards your balls, you might be getting shit on your balls. Yeah, and you're also like making it unpleasant for the potential lady, future potential ladies that might be down there. Ken disagreed with this because um, he's like, "What's the difference if you get shit on your balls?" I think was his perspective. I, but I like having my balls. I could, licked, I could be wrong about that, but I believe that was his perspective. But here's, you know, for some reason, this crossed my mind. I think I was listening to an episode where we debated this topic, and. Uh, if you are going towards your balls, you're not wiping. You're smudging. Or you're, you're wiping your vagina. In order to sure in more ways than one. To me, in order to wipe, you have to pull. It has to be a pulling motion. If you're pushing, you're smudging. You're smearing. The the right? First- like this is like imagine imagine. Stop thinking of your asshole for a minute. Now I'm thinking of my balls getting licked. Think of right now. think of a piece of toast, right? Yeah. If you put peanut butter on it and you move the knife towards you and you're pulling, that feels like you're wiping the peanut butter on. But if you put the peanut butter on it and push it away, it feels like you're smudging the peanut butter on. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, pushing is smudging. Pulling is wiping. And wiping is the cleaner motion. Okay, Larry David. <laughs> Dude, am I wrong? No. Consider what I'm saying. The, you, the, your means of analyzing this, um, I just I, I just started watching the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Accurate. I just started watching the 10th or whatever fucking season they are of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. And you sounded like, that sounded like it could have been like a line straight out of the show, I think. Larry David's my fucking spirit animal, so. <laughs> I mean... I, I didn't know the new season was out yet. I'm gonna have to resubscribe to HBO Go. I think they're yeah. I canceled it because they stopped doing like yeah. John Oliver for like three months. They I stopped all these shows. But I, I subscribed to, to HBO Go for Curb, and then when a new season comes out, I resubscribe. I think they're like I think they're on like it's been out for like a month now. Probably there's some other show that came out with it. But I don't know. what I'm getting at, yeah, go on. Pushing is smudging. Pulling is wiping. Either way, I just think you're like okay. I, I've learned recently that I really enjoy getting my having my balls licked, right? But if I'm if I'm like if I'm pulling the poop towards my ball sack, I'm like I'm really pushing, pushing, pushing it, whatever. I mean, the only way you could pull get the towards your ball there. sack would be to reach down from the front, <laughs> yeah, 
like a fucking chimp- oh yeah, I guess like yeah, you're a right. chimpanzee you're and pulls horns. I'm just thinking of a, I'm thinking of my vagina. I guess like there's zero way of pulling towards your balls unless you are in like silverback position. Probably on so the I toilet. Never, I didn't. I haven't stopped to think about it. But the thing that I thought was like. <laughs> I would significantly be decreasing my cho- my chances of having my balls licked if I'm pushing poop towards my balls. Yes. <laughs> Not only that, but the motion, like the physical motion of reaching down towards your ass and pushing no, towards your balls. No, I couldn't do that. If I did that, I would have to reach like wrong. this. That'd have my giant dick smacking into my arm. It and I feels, wouldn't be able to do it, so. It feels wrong. <laughs> Like, it's not the correct motion. There's a reason your elbow hinges that way, and it's so you can pull out of your ass. Maybe Ken just has not a very, push it a very into short, your ass. Just very short dick that doesn't impede his front wiping. That's a possibility. Mm. But I, not me. I can't. I can't reach around that thing. But he 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 made the point that it doesn't matter which direction you go, and I vehemently disagree. I kind of wish I, I don't know. I think he even there. said like well, you might just be like getting shit on your back. I'm like you, you're not wiping it up your back. <laughs> you're not like going all the way down and fucking going like oh like to the waistline and up. Yeah, like fucking bringing it above your waistline and like up your fucking spine, <laughs> like like you're fucking, you know, covering yourself in fucking war paint or some shit. Like you're not doing that. You're smudging if you fucking go the opposite direction. To schmear. Schmear. Schmidt Schmidt shit schmear. So I uh oddly enough I had like some some ass wiping related content. Like the uh, the notes that I had for the show, uh one of them is is on my own ass wiping story, I guess. So I, I purchased like I ran out of toilet paper recently and I don't really like like the idea of running out of toilet paper. So to put a stop to that, I decided to go big and I got like a large supply of toilet paper. So uh, yesterday, a box of like ninety six rolls of toilet paper showed up at my house. Shit. Right? Okay, that's excessive. <laughs> the UPS guy drops off, drops off a box of like ninety six rolls of toilet. Of, I'm sorry, paper, of toilet paper. Yeah, <clears throat> and like when I sat there and I saw what ninety six rolls of toilet paper looks like, I felt really weird about myself for a minute because. It's like a whole tree's worth of toilet paper, man. It's like yeah. a whole fucking tree, like sitting on my front porch. I thought my you step. Were, I thought you were getting a bidet. That's what it's all about. So I I I forgotten about. I put it aside the bidet thing until that Dude, until they're, that moment. They're just not that expensive. Like I, you can get them pretty affordable. Um, but I don't want to get a cheap one. Like if I'm going to start spraying my asshole with something, I want it to be like. You know, like, top, top of the line. I want to get like the. Evian. I mean, really, you could just attach a hose like to your a sink. Medium, like the Evian of uh, of bidets. I don't need to go like whatever. Uh, you don't need the Voss. I don't need Voss. <laughs> but I'm certainly not doing spraying tap water at my asshole. I need like the RSO shit at least. The uh, the osmosis. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, spray your ass with filtered water. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want like I don't want whatever kind of communicable diseases are in that fucking water, man. Dude, you're not spraying like water out <laughs> of the toilet at you. You're spraying plumbed water. Yeah, I just want it to be very clean. It's, it's going, routing away. It's the same water that's coming out of the sink. With the potential to go inside of my asshole, like inside of my body. It's the same water you're showering in. Do you have a reverse osmosis filter on your shower? Do you bend over and stick your asshole up into the air and spread your cheeks apart and open your asshole for the shower to spray into your fucking your bleached asshole? I would. <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. I want I'm not opposed to that 
concept. I'm, look, I'm not talking about getting bottles of water and like dumping a bottle of water away and throwing the bottle away at the end of the day. I'm yeah, there's about, not like, enough water pressure. A filtration system, which like you know, I just I don't. I'm not with you. <laughs> okay, that, that's you're you're getting held up. on Why this, would like, you not shower in in bottled water in fucking filtered water? Why would you not shower in bottled water? Not, Why would you not shower in filtered water then? Do I look like a fancy fucking asshole or something? It, do you want to fucking spray your ass with filtered water? Those are two very different things, man. They're not very different things. The water in the shower could easily go in your mouth, your nose, your ear holes. Fucking <laughs> like you can still take on fucking extra water in the shower. What's the difference? Look, sometimes I just like nice things now. I realize this, okay? Like, sometimes I like to... I don't go bragging. Okay, I'm, so I'm, maybe I'm sitting on the internet talking about spraying my asshole with filtered water. But <laughs> but it's not like a point of like... It's not a fucking like uh, <laughs> bragging... <laughs> You're on your internet radio show talking about spraying your ass with filtered water, and I'm sure all everybody listening is like, "Ooh, he's posh." <laughs> Trust me, that's not what they're thinking. Well, like if most of the audience is in Europe anyway, that's a big common thing over there. So it's true. We're the like, weirdos. We're, we're the weirdos. Dude, we're the we're like. There's two countries in the world that don't. I'm sure I'm not the do only this one. And like it's like us in India. I'm sure I'm not it. the only one using filtered water, man. Oh, uh, this is kind of this is kind of like asshole related too. So I was reading like I was reading about things like when what to know before you go to Mexico, right? And one of the the weirder points is that almost none of the bathrooms have toilet seats there. They just don't. And most of Mexico actually doesn't have functional plumbing, so they throw the toilet paper into the garbage. Yeah, ew. Yeah, that's it's kind of fucking weird. Like some uh, some places like. Uh, I guess like official build, like federal buildings or official buildings or something have like plumbing or like some of the major parts of like Mexico city have plumbing, but not everywhere. And it's, it's almost like a guarantee that the place will not have a fucking toilet seat. So the, the, it was like a, like a tourism, Mexico, yay.com or something. Like it was a Mexican, Mex, Mexican tourist site that I was on. Right. But they were, uh, they were explaining how you have to, you should, a good idea would be to practice hovering over your toilet so you know how to how to hover over a toilet when you're taking a shit in public or anywhere in Mexico, apparently. Unless you want to get like, you know, people's piss all over your, so complicated. your legs. It's a it's really fucking weird, actually. So like they're going the way opposite direction. Actually, no, they're not. They're not going. They seem like the perfect candidates for bidets because they're not fucking flushing the toilet paper, right? They want to like save the they don't have any place to put the waste. So yeah. They're just maybe they don't have clean water either. So they're spraying that funky shit up their assholes. Yeah, they're fucking getting diarrhea from the shit that they're spraying in. They're their getting ass. like fucking I don't know what kind of disease you fucking get from Montezuma's revenge. Montezuma's revenge. No, you got to have a tolerance for that if you live in Mexico. You you think people live in Mexico and they're not like tolerable to the water? Their body hasn't like of course they are. adjusted to that shit. Like Detroit, Michigan, man, they have fucking like they have like I don't know stomachs of fucking gold are lined with like iron. I think you're thinking man. of Flint, but yeah, that's the place. Flint, Michigan, somewhere they, in Michigan. Dude, they say the water in Trenton is worse than the water in Flint. That's why I got my parents one of those fucking filtered things, man. I still, that I still haven't installed in their yeah, house. Yeah, dude, every other week a fucking uh, letter comes in the mail saying, like, don't drink your water. That's crazy. Fucking maybe don't shower this week. I used to mock Anastasia for having, a, like, such a, a foo-foo, like, water system or whatever. I don't... Th- I could never go back. Like, I could never go back. I, You know, listen, I'm going to assume that Anastasia is listening to this, which is why I'm going to comfortably talk shit, you know. I'm going to consider this to her face because i <laughs> crossing my fingers she's going to hear it, and if not, we'll just have to tell her next week. But she has made 
really asinine assertions. Oh, that was good alliteration. She has made really asinine assertions about fucking water, like to me, like countless times where like, like at a restaurant where she got skeeved out because they were like, you know, do you want like bottled water or tap? And she's like bottled and got all like skeeved out. Wait, really? Yeah. And I was like, you know, (laughs) all of the water in a restaurant is filtered, like all of it. Like you, it's. You can't, you're not allowed, you you cannot be licensed to have a restaurant unless you have a five-stage osmosis filter. It's against the fucking law mm. in all five 50 fucking states. Like, you can't. Like, the restaurant you drink from the sink of a fucking water is the cleanest rest, is the cleanest water you're ever fucking drink. Yeah. And she was, like, arguing with me about it. And I'm like, dumbass, you used to work in a restaurant. You used to have to change the water filters. Like, remember the giant fucking five-stage filter that's, like, mounted to the ceiling where the plumbing comes into the build? Like, she she has weird things with water. The the reason, oddly enough, the reason I got it was not so much for myself, but for my... Um, I grow pot hydroponically inside, like, not a lot. I grow, like, one plant at any given time, but I have, like, a plant growing at any given time um, hydroponically, like, you know, just a water system or whatever. And All bets are just off, right? Because you're just like... What's that? You're just like saying this on the show now. Oh, I mean, who's going to like... It's not... I don't I don't know. It's somebody going to bust All on right. my door because there's like yeah, a... Yeah, go ahead. So go ahead. I, I, I had a grow system, this like weed grow system shipped from Canada through customs and it cleared customs. I, that's what I was worried about because it did... It got delayed for a while and I thought like maybe they're going to put me on some list. But I'm not, I mean, if I'm on a list, I've been on a list for a long Guaranteed time Guaranteed you are, but go ahead. Yeah. So I got it for the plant because, um, okay, so I've only, this is like, I've had this thing, this like, this grow box, this grow unit for pot, right? Like, it's like, I mean, you can grow, it's a hydroponic grow system. You can grow fucking tomatoes in there if you wanted to, but it's advertised for like pot. So I've had it for like a little while. The first time I, I grew a plant, I had a hermaphrodite seed, which grew like hemp. So like, didn't do anything for me. No THC. It wasn't fun. The second and third time, like I had like bump seeds. The last time I grew, like I actually successfully grew a uh, plant. It was like, it was like a foot tall, maybe like a foot tall. It was like super small and it, it just like was stilted. It had problems the whole way, but I didn't have the heart to kill it or end its life or anything. I like saw it to completion, which took like four months. And I think that the reason was because the water sucks dick in the city. Like it has metals. It has like fluoride. It right. Has right. All kinds of shit that like plants don't need. So I, what I was doing was like, <laughs> I would double filter, double Brita water, like double filter the water through Brita filters, like the Brita pitchers. Yeah. So like filter it once through and then put it back through a second time as if the second time was going to catch something that, you know, the first did or get the fluoride out or some shit. But there's just so much shit in well, the city. If it kills water. 99% of stuff, then you put it through twice. It should get everything. <laughs> yeah, that's my logic. So, I mean, honestly, that one lot, that point of logic wasted like, hours of my life, like waiting for that water to filter a second time for months, man. Every week I'd have to do that. Should you have to change the, the, the three and a half or five gallon, I think it's, I don't know, three and a half or five, whatever it is, five gallon, uh, reservoir system out like completely. I spent so much fucking time, but yeah, so I, I got this reverse osmosis system for, uh, in the name of like being a successful green science. Yeah. (laughs) In the name of what? In the name of science. In the name of science. Yeah. And uh, horticulturalism and stuff. So, so far, so good. Honestly, I just, this is the first time I, I um, started from, like, from scratch from a seed. And this is easily the biggest, healthiest, like, greenest looking thing I have. It's only, like, 
you know, it's like six inches tall, but uh, it's growing like like a fucking lightning bolt, man, like a lightning rod up out of nowhere. I kind of wonder what the result would be if like you ran like your like sink, right? Like don't put any filters on it, but like put like one of those faucet nozzle like Brita's on it or yeah. like, you know, and then like continue the pipe into like a pure filter and then like continue the pipe into like a zero filter and then like take a glass of water from that and like see what it tastes like. I'm really curious. I I if, if I would I may actually fucking spend the like sixty dollars to do that. I just because I'd like to see what it's like. It's it's not it's not on that level, but I I do I do share that interest. Like I still find myself I still have the Brita water filter because I got like a two year supply of uh filters I guess you could just do that with like three pitchers. You wouldn't need to fucking kind of replumb so your sink. I um I take do it like an asshole. I take the I clear my like reverse osmosis water, like right. process water into my Brita and then throw it in the fridge and like that shit just tastes out of this world. It just tastes like I'm drinking like heaven or something. Whatever right. fucking it's just the best fucking water I've ever had. I don't know. It's really hard to to top like the cold. I don't know if it's the yeah, temperature. Yeah, now I'm curious Brita. because I have the whole like under counter filter system. Now I kind of want to buy like a zero pitcher on top of it and put it in there after that. And just, yeah, man, just to see. It, you can't. It's not gonna make it worse. <laughs> it's not gonna make it worse. It's true, but I wa- I'd like to see if there's like a difference, like in taste. I think I I think there is. I think it's like minute, but I think there is. Like I drink. I I almost drink exclusively water and coffee, which is like. You know, uh, hot water. Yeah, I pretty anymore. much live on coffee and water, and like you know, carbonated water. Yeah, I mean, and I, I drink I drink a fair amount of water, like because uh, I ride my bike a lot and exercise quite a bit. So like, I try to stay hydrated. So I don't want to say like I'm an expert on H two O, but like I get hydration. Like I, I I'm not like uh, I'm not ignorant to to water, even though some would say I fucking pronounce it a little a little offbeat or something. No, like, you don't. Everyone else is wrong. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, my fucking my boss is like obsessed with carbonated water. It's like a thing. Carbonated? I fucking hate that shit. I, I don't. Seltzer I love water? it. Fucking seltzer water, club soda. I uh, like all of it. I don't know. Um, and I always liked it, but like I would just like it makes you me know, nauseous. I would just like get it at a restaurant. I would never like have it home, but like we literally get like a pallet of it shipped like once a month to the office so that we could like stock the fridge with it. So now I just like tear through fucking carbonated water like a motherfucker. Is there like, is there calories or anything to that? What, like, what's the appeal? Just the bubbles? Just the bubbles. I just like bubbles. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting like, like a flavorless Sprite every time. Like, I'm getting like Sprite that's been worn yeah, down with that, like handfuls I of like, ice. like, I like the. I just like the carbonation. I just want bubbles. I feel like I feel like I'm getting tricked every time. Even if I, if you tell me it's carbonated, I'll look at it, I'll acknowledge it, and I'll still drink it. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm getting like screwed over that I'm getting like gag water yeah, or no, something. Not me. If I drink something carbonated with flavor in it now, it, like bugs me out. Like, dude, I tried maybe like it was probably like around December. I used to love Coke. Like, fucking love it. Cocaine? There's a lot of that shit in Mexico. Yeah, cocaine. Oh, Coca-Cola. Like, love it. And then I drank one in, like, December, and I was like, God, this uh, something's wrong. Like, something's wrong with the soda machine or something. Like, it's not, you know, it's not good. And then I bought, like, a can of Coke, and I drank it, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, it... I didn't like all of a sudden I didn't fucking like it. Really? Yeah, and it like it fucked my head up because I grew up 
drinking fucking Coke. Yeah, like, so did I. Like, to the point where, like, I actually dislike Pepsi because I like Coke so much. Mm, I don't know that I have that strong and feelings, but... No, I, I... Well, I did. Maybe I don't. Maybe I love Pepsi now. I love Wild Cherry Pepsi. Knows? But, I, I but like... But now I can't fucking tolerate it. I drink it, and it just tastes like fucking... I don't know. Like, maybe it's just because I've been drinking, like, filtered shit and carbonated water and everything for so long. But, like, now that I... If, like, if I try to drink... With the exception of Red Bull, if I try to drink like a soda, it makes me feel like shit immediately. Like I feel sick as soon as it's in my fucking mouth. I don't know. Like, so I, I only drink, I mean, I drink soda like it's like a fucking like a special occasion thing almost. Like, yeah. like once every like two or three months, I might have a can of soda with like a pizza or a cheesesteak or something like on like a Friday night. I feel like I just can't, I can't do it otherwise. But like it doesn't, I mean, it's, it tastes so good. Like a can of like ice cold Coke. It still tastes so good to me, but dude, it's like I just I kind of I miss it. Like I felt I was sad. Yeah. When I when I had that, I was like, I gotta have another one because it didn't satisfy like the craving. <laughs> no, see, at, and like, something was probably can, wrong with the soda machine. So I like I bought a can from like from like a, a Wawa or a gas station or some shit, and I drank it, and it literally made me depressed because. <laughs> Because, like, just the nostalgia of drinking a can of Coke, like, cracking it open and hearing that, like, and then, like, that first sip that actually hurts your chest. A little bit. Because it's, like, cold and carbonated, and it kind of feels like you just got shot a little bit, but you like it for some reason. Like, uh, it it made me fucking depressed, because I was, like, I felt like I lost a piece of, like, a piece of, like, my innocence or childhood. I lost that piece when um, somebody showed me a video of uh, a pair of teeth, like human teeth, sitting in a glass of Coca-Cola for like a month. And it was a time-lapse video. And it just like, it just, it literally ate the teeth away. Like it ate the enamel, the the teeth started like degrade, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Decomposing. Yeah, the teeth started like decomposing in the Coca-Cola because of the Coca-Cola. In like yeah, a, a period I mean, of a couple it's, weeks, that Coca Cola. That um, <laughs> to me, that was like I don't know. That's why I drink it like very rarely. Rarely. Now. I mean, you could use use it and and Pepsi especially to like clean your toilets. I mean, so that'll. I don't know. I get it. I get which it, like, you know maybe maybe that means like it's good for you because it's you know if it could burn the shit off the sides of your toilet, it can definitely burn it you know out of your fucking intestines. I guess. The last time I bought soda, I got it because my nephew was staying over or whatever. I got it for him, and he drank like he drank some that night, and then the rest of the bottle sat in my fridge for like two weeks until I threw it out, dumped it on, threw it out, and that's like fucking. I got to pay that Philly, uh, Philly soda tax. Soda tax. Yeah, man, that bottle of soda is not cheap. That's like a three dollar and fifty cent bottle of soda, right? Minimum, <laughs> like at least that. It's like a premium on the fucking soda over there. So yeah, I don't know. It just didn't doesn't do it for me, except for like. Certain instances, man, like, well, I don't drink anymore. So I guess like the certain instance, like I'll go to a wedding and everybody will be like toasting with like champagne and I'll be like cracking open a can of Coca-Cola in the background. Right. With my vaporizer in my other hand or something. I, uh, I don't know. Like I don't even have it for special occasions anymore. I wonder, you know what? Actually, we, who did I go to Pepe's with last? Did we go? I went like, uh, two months ago. I went. Two months ago? No, I didn't go the last time. That was uh, you yeah, and I went Ken, with I Ken. 
But we went like a week before that. I think. I, yeah, it wasn't long before that. Yeah, that fucking that white birch beer that they have in fucking New Haven. That shit's incredible. Mm. I'll drink. I'll drink the shit out of fucking white birch beer. Birch beer. There's some. Oh, the Pennsylvania Dutch birch beer, man. Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, I'm going. Isn't up that to, root beer? I don't know. It is root beer. You're right. It is root beer. I got tickets. Uh, I'm going up to like. I got to get another Airbnb up in Lancaster, like up by the Amish and stuff. Right. I'm going to see. Um. Ever heard of this place called the Chameleon Club? Yeah. So I've never been there, but like... Uh, I've played there, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. So Piebald, this band uh, uh-huh. that's been like a big part of my life, was a big part of my life, uh, is doing like a reunion. And like the only show they're doing on the East Coast anywhere seems to be the Chameleon Club right now. So I wanted to make sure I saw them because there's like, there's an off chance they're like opening at one of the shows we're going to coming up. But right. I didn't really want to like roll the dice like that. So I was, I was really interested in going. So I'm going to go to like to the Amish town and like see the show and then hang out with like the Amish and like I want to I kind of want to turn some butter or something like I want to do like, one of those classes you know where you turn some butter I want to like make some cheese if that's possible Churn butter is this shit I've never done it before it's so I've, good I remember as a kid like going to Lancaster which is where the the local Amish I guess if, they're, if you would call them local Amish so sorry yeah, yeah. Um, and seeing like the you know we, I think I did a horse and buggy thing but like watching women like churn butter and like yeah Effectively raise a barn and shit like that's what you know that's what they're doing or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I want to fucking churn some butter, man. Dude, the raising barn thing is weird to me because it's like, how many barns are you gonna raise? Like they raise a lot of fucking barns. I mean, there doesn't see like here's the thing, like for the amount of like times I've like seen videos of barns being raised by the Amish or driven through Lancaster, like you would just imagine that there's a lot more barns. So is it just shoddy construction that they have to keep raising barns? Like, I feel do they like, just do a half-ass job and they fall apart, and that's why they need to raise a new barn all the time? I feel like the Amish like probably don't move a lot. Like when they like move somewhere, or they get married, or whatever. That's I feel like they're just there for life. I don't think they like buy and sell homes really. Like right. they, they don't seem like that kind of culture to me. Like correct. I would imagine that the barns that get raised would probably stay in. The family, because I feel like they all have families. Like, right, but what I'm saying is to, like, like procreate, like with how often, like you can't talk about the Amish without talking about raising barns, right? So you imagine it's something that they do often, <laughs> yeah, right. So if they're doing it that often, why are there not more barns in Lancaster? Uh, it just seems like the numbers off. Honestly, I haven't been to Lancaster in like 20 years or so. Like it's been a long time. I was a kid, probably. Yeah, I haven't been there in a more long than time. That. Probably more than that. It hasn't been that long, but I just, I don't know. Let it's me know if there are barns all over the fucking place. It's only place. like a it's like an hour and seven minute uh, Amtrak from Philly. Yeah, it's not really, far at yeah, all. I, th- I was expecting. I thought it was like a two hour drive. Maybe it no, is from no, no, no. here. I don't know. I thought it was far. It's not no, far it's, at all. It's really close. Yeah, it's like it's like fucking like 30 miles southwest or something. And then, so on top of Mexico and on top of that piebald show, the week after that is my birthday. And that day, uh, Mr. This this uh, reggae kind of musician from yeah. Philly who now lives in California, this guy, Mike Pinto, is having his birthday, hometown birthday show, the same day as my birthday. So I'm going to make it my my uh, my goal to like let him know that we share birthdays and high-five the guy. Nice. Um, but so that's how, like, that's out of this. I've never been to the World Cafe Live. I'm going there for the first time. World Cafe is pretty fucking cool. I have like a, I have actually have a fucking jam packed like few months coming up in my life. Yeah, that same week I'm actually gonna go spend like most of the week in Boston. Oh yeah. Yeah, just cause you know I've I've off my kid has spring break. 
like all that week, so I just got a fucking Airbnb in like Springfield, and I'm gonna go up there for a couple of days and just hang out and do shit up there with her. Nice. And then you know get pizza on the way home because that's the real reason you go. <laughs> I looked at my Airbnb account like this morning, and I noticed that I've never um, taken an Airbnb in the United States before. They're all around the <laughs> like different countries. I've done a ton of Airbnb, especially in the DC area. Oh man, I like we're literally. Uh, I came really close to st- train, staying in a treehouse, like in the in the Yucatan place. Uh huh. Because that those things are available. Like those things yeah. are fucking available there. Yeah, you get a fucking yurt. You could do a houseboat. It I just mean, there's, there's all kinds of there's crazy so shit. many more options than like a shitty hotel, like a hotel where you get like one of one thousand rooms or something. There is, but also there's something about a fucking nice hotel. That I, I can't tell you, like, what it is, but, like... The ice machine is pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. But, like, <laughs> after that, it's really hit or miss for me. I Like, a lot of the Airbnbs Dude, I've seen now have... it's got to be, like, it's got to be a good cleaning hotel. Service. Like, I'm not talking about, like, Red Roof Inn, which ain't, ain't so fucking bad, quite honestly. But, like, you go stay in, like, a nice, like, boutique fucking hotel. There's, there's something kind of special about it. I can't tell you what it is, but it's there fucking is. nice. But, like, this place, this one place I'm going to is, like, a... Full fucking house, like two bathrooms, three bedrooms, like a two water places, water beds to jump into a hot a hot tub in it and a fucking pool. Right, like it's just a it's insane for like less than what like a night at like or as much as a night at like Howard Johnson would cost or something. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm, maybe that's partly due to like well, that's also the due to the peso location. versus the dollar or whatever. Yeah. Well, like, dude, it's the same thing in Europe. You go to fucking Europe and you do an Airbnb, you're spending less money than fucking. Oh yeah, you we know, stayed at two nights at a fucking hotel in in New Jersey. I it's every time I I've picked out a place for like on Airbnb in another country. I it's I've really done like if it says there's 300 plus listings, I've looked through every one of them twice probably before yeah. I like settle on a place. But when I do, man, like at least so far my my uh my finds have been like fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. Amazing. I don't know. That just seems like a whole different like way to vacation that is like a, a unique way to vacation as opposed to like like the just a hotel with a pool or yeah. whatever homogenous shit. Yeah, I don't know. So no. I'm pretty. I'm really excited for this trip. I'm really excited. I got to um in more ways than one. Yeah, there's a couple places. There's a couple places in the country that I have to make a point to get to, like for various reasons. Yeah. This oh, year. you asked earlier why, uh, why, like why Mexico or whatever. So one of the reasons, and this is like this was an inadvertent bonus. Mexico is one of the countries that has zero coronavirus. Did I say this on the air already? Did I mention that? Yeah. Fuck me. I think I just did. No coronavirus. I totally forgot about that. I, I thought... Dude, I don't know if I buy the coronavirus. You think it's a fake thing? I, I, I don't think it's like a fake thing, but I think it's like, you know, fucking... It, it, before that, it was the Zika virus, and it was the bird flu, and it was the swine flu, and it was fucking anthrax, and it's just like... You know, it was fucking like six months ago. It's like polio's back, measles is back. Like, it's just everything. We're like on a twelve month cycle with fucking disease scares, and I just I don't buy them anymore. I just don't. So you think China is just playing the goat right now? Playing the goat? Yeah, like they're just is like. An, is that an expression that I'm unaware of? You don't know what that means? Like, <laughs> the maybe great, the greatest of all time. <laughs> no, they're like. Uh... No. Is that what that means? I, I mean, 
Okay, they're just playing the. They're Commonly, playing the. Yeah, what's playing the goat? They're mean? like jumping I've on the never grenade. Heard this they're jumping on the grenade for the world. The like they're taking all the heat for. Dude, like, who thing. knows if they they even fucking you know they could just be showing us recycled. Dude, you know how many fucking. You think it's a Chinese God, soap opera? Damn it! You know how fucking racist I'm about to get. You know fucking how much how much video footage there are of fucking Asian people in fucking in in like medical masks. Like they wear them fucking culturally. Like it's their whole deal. Like walking through airports and even walking through fucking public. It's like who knows if it's like you know ABC News is like drumming up fucking footage of like Asians in masks and being like coronavirus. Like I haven't been to China lately. Have you? How the fuck would I know? Actually, you just raised a really good point in that. Um, I like oddly enough, when I was reading about the coronavirus, I decided to. I read that there's like a, a run on the the Center for Disease Control recommends that everybody have masks and water ready at the ready. Right. Right. There's a there's a price gouging on Amazon for these fucking paper masks yeah. for your face now. Like in like okay, so a box of like twenty five paper disposable masks. Yeah. One time like the hospital masks, you know, like yeah. the blue things. Two hundred fifty dollars, man. Like private sellers just gouging people Ridiculous. right now. And I saw I saw that. And so maybe it's like maybe it's the the manufacturers of the fucking paper masks. Go to go to Michaels and buy yourself a fucking bandana. It's the paper mask lobbyists making these things. It's it's oh my god, I don't fucking know, man. It's just like I I hate to be so fucking cynical and like so conspiracy theoristy, but like dude, like the news, I, I just I don't trust it. I don't trust it at all. I don't, I don't I, care I, if it's fucking Fox or CNN or MSNBC or fucking. World news tonight. Like, I don't fucking trust it. It's about ratings and scare tactics. I mean, listen, dude, there's a fucking school shooting and, you know, they fucking hire actors to fucking not, you know, I'm not one of those like <laughs> you schools. You sound like, you sound like a. Uh... I know, I know. I'm not one of those people who's like, Sandy Hook wasn't real, but for damn sure they hired fucking actors to pretend they were upset parents. What is that guy's name? Alex Fuck. Jones. Alex Jones. Fuck it. But they did. They did. Dude, it's, it's, it's a fact that the people they were interviewing were the same people that they were interviewing for fucking Hurricane Katrina like six months before. Well, asshole. With different names. Now you're getting a shadow ban from all the, all the streaming Whatever. podcast sites. Whatever. The fucking, the news takes a strategy and like... We because, just lost all of our three audience members. But, dude, you know, no, but you know what it fucking is? I think it's like they they don't want to like, they don't want to send somebody on the scene because they don't want to fucking play for, pay for the plane ticket or the fucking train ride. <laughs> To fucking Connecticut or fucking New Orleans or wherever they're going. So they just hire some asshole with a fucking green screen and they're like, here, you're our tragedy actor. You know, we're not sending somebody to fucking California for the, you're the earthquake victim this week. And well, now it's like, John, earthquake uh, victim. Uh, and, and then he's like, my kids are all dead. And then fucking like six weeks later, he's like, everybody got shot. And fucking like they, it's a fucking fact. There's FEMA actors. It's a fact. It's you not a. It's just, not a fucking disputable thing. You just remind me of one of the best movies I've seen in a long time, but that's okay. What movie? Uh, it's called The Clapper with Ed Helms. Hmm. It's a like and Ed Tracy Helms. Morgan and Tracy Morgan. And I love Tracy Morgan. Yeah, it's on. It's on Netflix now, which I just became a member of because they offered me a free month, and I huh. took it. And then I like I let I got a notification in thirty days, and I said cancel Netflix, and I forgot to do it. So. Now I'm a fucking paying my, member. My again, point being that if the, the news is an institution that, is, you know, the multiple news institutions are willing to falsify the people that they interview in a tragedy, why wouldn't they be willing to falsify 
a tragedy. I mean, they do it all the time. Fucking swine flu, bird flu, anthrax. I don't want to like get up on my high horse about or against the news or anything, but the one thing I will say is that they have uh, the news has over the last generation or so has become very unreliable on sources and facts. Like meaning everything. Like one, so one station will report something. Like CNN will say Donald Trump is a Donald Trump is on fire. Yeah, and then ABC will say. CNN reports Donald Trump is on fire, yes. and then Fox says multiple multiple outlets yes. report Donald Trump Correct. is on fire. Correct, because two 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 sources of validation or three sources is considered a valid. But in story. one instance, that one source isn't a source; it's just referencing the other the other. Fucking yeah, source. but but referencing another misreported source can be considered a source. Yeah, so no, and, this and then in, you can report as legit news. And most most uh, news companies actually use Twitter as their barometer. For sources now, so if three people, if there are two, one person tweets and two people retweet and it's a blatant lie, they can report it as factual news because I mean, it's validated by three sources. We have like so Uber it's like, and Lyft and like we can get anywhere, anytime easier than we ever have been able to before, yeah. right? But less and less people go to do this now to verify these facts. It's just really weird. It's just, it's insane. I'm not insane. jumping on your conspiracy bandwagon at all, but I'm just saying the news has Dude, been Dude, it's not a conspiracy bandwagon. The I'm news. not fucking, I mean, I guess the coronavirus You did mention how is, they hired some actors. You're like, I'm not saying they hired actors, they, they hired did. some actors. No, 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 it's not what I said. I said, I'm not saying that fucking Sandy Hook wasn't oh, real, but I'm they saying hired. they did fire fucking actors for the interviews. So, do you think Donald Trump was an actor? Do you think he's getting paid like no. acting money and not presidential money? No. Not even a little bit. I think that's a thinker. Not even Sleep a little bit. Sleep on it and get back to me. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I don't think that's the case. I no. can't, I, actually, I don't think I can talk about him without getting angry, so I don't want to go on with him anymore. For better, or, jump ship for for better or for worse, I think he is uh, incredibly disruptive to the system that is in place. Regardless of anybody's fucking opinions of him, the... the Bottom line reality of Donald Trump is that he disrupted the machine and nobody likes that. And that's ultimately what everybody's really upset about. Hmm. I don't know. All I know is if like 2020 comes and goes and like that dude gets elected again, I'm going to put some serious consideration consideration into spending some more time in Holland. Because those people ride bicycles of... everywhere because of Trump and because they fucking, those people get How me. has your life changed with Trump being president? Oh my god! I mean, I care about like I care about outside the, outside about, of like, outside of the massive amount of bitching about fucking Donald Trump. How has your life actually changed with him as president? Well, he hasn't legalized marijuana. He's actually made it more tough, uh, stricter cannabis laws, which is surprising to me. Yes, that that impacts that actually because he's my kind life. of he's kind of a populist. We that could have that impacts my life uh, a fair amount, I should say. And I mean, like, I I like the news. I like to be on top of, like, the, the go United States, right? And, like, when I, to do that now, you have to look at the orange fucking Oompa Loompa and, like, I have to see his face every time. And it makes me kind of sad. Yeah, and dude, I just don't get it. I don't get the fucking hate. I don't, dude, I don't get it. I Like, I love hiking. I love I, I don't riding have my bicycle. To, you don't have to be I love a fan. Par- I love but the I parks. Fucking... Like, I love the, the park systems that we have. Sure. And he's de- he's destroying them, man. Like, dude, he's destroying like, them. Dude, like, I didn't like Obama at all. It's Didn't like, like him. I imagine Donald Trump riding on an American flag, wiping his ass with it, with it being on fire, yeah, while he sells these forty dollars Trumpy bears and puts puts these fucking poor folks on installment plans for I a teddy bear. I feel like that's a giant stretch, man. I didn't like Obama. I don't like Trump, but I didn't like Obama either. I thought he was a, a pretty fucking C rate president, and 
you know, great speaker. So everybody's like, like, oh, he's great. But like, I thought he was a fucking shitty president. Well, here's the. But I wasn't like, oh my god, I should leave the fucking country. I'm tired of seeing his face. Or it was no, just. No, I already want to. Oh no, me. I already want to go to Holland. Like, I I want to move to Holland and spend time there because these people are like me. They ride bicycles everywhere. They enjoy cannabis openly, and like. They don't. They don't work more than I don't know. They don't like overwork. They don't work more than they need to. Like I don't think many people work there forty hours a week. I I guess I do like sixty or seventy. You'll be out of a job if you go there. (laughs) No, no, No. I will. uh, My job will adapt to the Mm, to the area. All right. Yeah, I think I'll be much freer actually to 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 be myself there. Okay. Um, the only thing that I'm not like I'm not down with is like I just I can't. This thing is going to sound like kind of, I don't know, whatever, but like, I can't get down with like prostitution, like open prostitution of people. Like, really? Yeah. Like, just, I feel like you're just selling women. Like, and like, I'm not like, I'm not really a feminist. Like, I, I mean, like, you know, what is what it is, but like, see, I would challenge that and say if you're, you know, if you support fucking women's empowerment, wouldn't you support their ability to fucking sell their bodies openly if that's their choice? I guess, but like, okay, so. The last time I went to Amsterdam, or the only time I went to Amsterdam, I had um, one of the days there, I ate some some magic mushrooms, which I bought legally from a store there. And I had a great day. Great day. And then, the, like, the dusk starts to come, and I'm still, like, a little bit, like, feeling the effects. And the only sad or bad moment that I had was walking through the red light district. And I, and I, I think it was because, like, well, A, because people are, like, blitz drunk or, like, doing cocaine or, like, all kinds of fucked up shit there. It's, like, it's like the Wild West of... Uh, it's the closest thing to the Wild West of, like, uh, a city or, like, a town. It's, like, a part, like, it's, like, New Orleans if New Orleans was, like, full of drugs and hookers. I, 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 it's kind of New undescribable. New Orleans is full of drugs and Actually, hookers. Actually, the, the, red light, the red light district in Amsterdam was, like, unlike anything I've ever seen. But, but the overall effect was that it made me kind of sad because the people that are, like, walking through it are... They're not like I don't. They're not always great people, and like they're not always in a great mindset. Well, yeah, of course. And they're the not. the women are just like, I like okay. I like amateur pornography, right? Like I really don't get down on professional porn. Okay, which is a little bit all the more interesting to me, at least personally, like self exploration wise, that I want to make uh, these parody porns. Right. But yeah, so amateur porn. The women that are like put on like pounds of makeup that go out there, and like put on these like two piece like bra and underwear, like like fancy Victoria's Secret shit, like doesn't always do it for me, man. Like, I, I will take amateur porn over professional porn any time of the any time. And, like, that's so one or the professional porn. Where's the, par- where's the parody I, towards prostitution here? I'm, I feel like this is a different subject. It might how, be. How might does be. this relate to what you were just saying? Well, because these women are, like, these women are the professional pornographers. They're not, like, the... They're not, like, the Susie so, on the corner, like... So, Looking for suck a dick for some rock or something. These are like but you high end hookers standing in the window. No, I don't prefer. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't. Prefer I mean, that. like, listen, I'm not saying you're going out and buying hookers. It's just but like it's weird. It's very- it affects you more emotionally that somebody who is like, hey, I'm attractive and I'm making the the choice to independently Look, sell man. sex as opposed to like somebody who is being forced into that situation against their will through an organized crime syndicate in America. I mean, you know how many fucking hookers are like Russian or fucking Chinese or Korean people who were brought here against their will and are doing it out of fear for their life? I Like, like that's fucking, that is depressing. I, I love tits and ass and legs, all these things. Like, I love, I love these things, right? Um, I can't like, 
I can't stop looking at them in most instances, but like in public, it's a very different thing for me. Like I feel like this, uh, like I don't really, I'm not a fan of strip clubs because I don't like. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like getting erections in I've, public, I I've guess. I've never been to a I don't strip know what club. It is, man. I don't see the point. I've gone like twice, once on my 18th birthday and once because it was my first time in Vegas and we went to like the penthouse club on a fucking Tuesday night with like yeah. the, the uggos there or something. Mitch, so neither time was Mitch Fattel. Not Mitch Hedberg, but Mitch Fattel had a uh, bit about strip clubs that is like, it really sums it up perfectly. And he's like, he's like, my friends don't understand why I don't like strip clubs. He's like, but, you know, he's like, I like Thanksgiving. He's like, that doesn't mean, he's like, I don't like strip clubs because I like women. He's like, the same way that I like Thanksgiving. He's like, I want to go to Thanksgiving and have dinner at my mom's house. He's like, I don't want to go to a place that looks like my mom's house where there's a turkey on the table, and I just get to yell at the turkey and throw money at it. <laughs> and I'm like... I mean, that kind yeah, of like, that yeah, kind of, that's, that kind of sums it up. That's fucking exactly it. He, and he's like, man, you sure look juicy. Can I put a dollar in your butt? <laughs> I think, like... so. The whole I bet thing, you like, go good with gravy. The whole thing makes me, like, just kind of uncomfortable. Like, the like strip clubs and the red light district, I should say. Dude, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I'm just saying comparatively, I I get what you're saying. And I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you for like the sake of disagreeing or to play the devil's advocate. But I feel like the comparison you're making is like a little off base because, you know, prostitution in America being illegal. No, it's a state decision, isn't it? Because Nevada, it's legal in certain parts of Nevada. In certain parts of Nevada, it's legal. Yeah, I guess or it is a state decision, but but it's one of those know, things. Shit. It's like one of those law. Like Nevada doesn't need America's money because it has Reno and it has Vegas. Yeah. So like they could just they could do whatever the fuck they want because they don't need federal funding. It's like one of those things where like technically it's a state decision, like what the drinking age is and what the smoking age is. Yeah. But you can be cut from federal funding if you. If you like break maybe from the flock, but that's why they have. Do you know like uh, so? Have you been to Vegas? Like, have you been to Paradise, Nevada? Like the actual the the main strip is not actually in Las Vegas. They created to avoid yeah, yeah. to avoid taxes to yeah. avoid paying Las Vegas taxes. The casinos somehow like lobbied to create their own uh, town. town inside of Las Vegas called yeah. Paradise City yeah. or Paradise, Paradise Paradise City, I think. Yeah, so they they don't pay Las Vegas taxes. The biggest jerk off move I've ever heard of in the world, but that's like a thing apparently. Yeah. Like you can go because I I went down there and my the weather app on my phone said like it's like you're in paradise. I'm like where the fuck is paradise? Well, that and the guy's is, like this side of the is, street where the casino is is paradise. This is this is Las Vegas. That is how prostitution is legal in Nevada, not legal in Vegas, but you can still yeah, it's go, not legal in Vegas. You, you have to leave still, the city limits to do correct, it. but you can still get a hooker outside of your hotel because the hotel is technically actually not in Vegas. An amateur so porn that's how hooker. It works. Like, the amateur porn hooker versions. Yeah, but which dude, I'm all for those ones. Dude, here's I don't understand what you're saying. Because like, like I don't need to I don't need to see them dancing in the window, like making me like trying to turn me on or not. Like I don't want to be out in public and if I don't get a boner, I, yes, I don't be like, I why I don't like have a boner a, for looking at her? I feel like that's a fucking why is my not my dick hard? And if my dick does get hard, I don't want people to be like, yo, why is your dick hard? Because we're standing in the fucking If you're district. saying it's personal taste, then that's Okay. Well, the thing is, like, I was, I was like on mushrooms, so like, you get very introspective and very, you have like a very different view on things, and a lot more peaceful, I must say, like on mushrooms. Like, 
I'm at peace with the world then. So I don't like maybe it's like my fellow man. I don't want to see like I want to see them like smiling sell and sell themselves. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And I I com- I'm get, I sound way too like in theory like the the idea behind the sentiment behind what you're saying I'm agreeing with completely. I'm just saying like you kind of presented it as like you don't like the idea of legalized prostitution, which I don't like the idea of prostitution. Period. Yeah, I mean, however, I'm not, I'm not really for prostitution. However, I would prefer it legalized so that the people who are participating in it are people who are doing it of their own volition, rather than people who are doing it against their will because they're victims of human trafficking. So you just want to give them healthcare? Forced to healthcare for the hookers? Yeah, that's it. I because I don't want I don't want the people who are doing it like if you do it because it's your choice to do then okay whatever you know I don't like your decision but I can't tell you what to do as opposed to creating the scenario where people are doing it against their will and they're like you know they're they're kidnapping victims they're sex trafficking victims they're like under the you know under the fucking golden handcuffs of a pimp and they're in fear of their life like or fear of the fucking Russian mob or the fucking yeah. You know, the fucking, the triad, like, that shit's real. Yeah. You know, fucking, dude, Chinatown is like the fucking prostitution capital of Philadelphia because there's a fucking rub and tug every 10 feet, and there's, like, you know, that, that whole fucking stretch of Ray Street with the blacked-out windows. Like, I get skeeved the fuck out. See, like, I thought that shit went away when the city paper and the Philadelphia Weekly went away. No, no, when that, no, when those no. sections the, ended? The advertisements went away. I thought that shit just went away. No, dude, that whole fucking stretch of Ray Street between, like, Broad and, like, fucking, like, uh, what what block is the park on? Franklin Square? Like, 7th? JF- oh. 8th? Oh, yeah, 7th. The park with, like, the Ferris wheel right by, seventh. like, you could go straight to the Ben Franklin yeah, or yeah, left seventh. to 95. Like, that entire fucking stretch, like, all those places with all the blackout windows, they're all fucking hooker. That doesn't really, like, see, that, that kind of shit doesn't do anything for me. Like, I've never paid for sex, and I don't think that's going to sure change Sure, it doesn't anymore. do anything for you, but doesn't it fucking skeeve you out that those people are in there against their fucking will? I mean, it, Because if they try, because they've been snuck into fucking Philadelphia on a fucking cargo ship that they thought were shipping fucking cell phones, and then when the thing gets bricked out, they, you know bring the hookers in at fucking gunpoint and they're going to murder them if they try to fucking leave. Like, how do you know that? The, I don't want to really, I don't want to linger on the hooker thing, but like, how do you know that that same thing is happening to the red light district girls? Like, just because they have like a bra and panties Because it's on. legal. But they are, they're kind of paying, like even the landlord of the building is their pimp because they have to give a percentage of their, of that money to like the person who owns that building or the establishment. Right. But it's part of a business model. It's not part of a fucking illegal sex traffic. Tra- like, as soon as you, it's it's so one of those. You're paying taxes on that blowjob. Think think <laughs> about it. Think about it like like drug sales, right? Like the fact that fucking drugs are illegal is what creates the Mexican cartels who are fucking murdering, and you know the fact it, it's you you stop that and you eliminate that. There's no longer a fight for territory. There's no longer a fight for control because it's it's legal and it's regulated. It stops all of the crime. It not it's not about like legalizing anything is not about like like legalizing drugs is not about like realistically from a political standpoint is not about like people should have the choice to do drugs if they want to. It's about well, cartels are fucking dangerous. So when you take when you when you stop creating a black market for what they're doing, you eliminate all of the fucking organized crime surrounding because there's they're no longer fighting for capital because the capitals yeah. being legally regulated it's the same thing with fucking with with 
sex workers. Yeah. Like it's it's literally taking people's lives out of danger. Like, yeah, I still don't want still don't want to sleep with a prostitute. I sure as fuck don't want my daughter to be a prostitute. You know, like But if she is <laughs> I'm sorry. But <laughs> But, no, I understand what you're but, saying. Okay, but if she is, I'd rather her be one because that's a decision she made than because she's been fucking kidnapped by somebody and doing it out of fear for her own life. Like, so the, that is a different fucking thing. It is. So has... I don't know the answer to this one. Has... Because, uh, okay, so, like, most every drug that is illegal in the United States now, at one point in the last hundred or so years, has been legal, like LSD, opium, sure. heroin, cannabis, alcohol, like all of those things yeah. were legal and illegal. Um, has sex worker, has prostitution ever been legal in the United States? Like federally? Is that like a, or is that, or is there just never like a law? Against I don't think it? it's ever been federally legal. But it's never been federally illegal, has it? Is it federally illegal? I don't think so. No, because if it was, then it couldn't be. They wouldn't be doing that shit in Reno. If it was like, well, I don't know, they they sell weed wherever. Yeah, the I says mean, not to. you know, that's that's probably right, but it could also just be like the state being like, "Fuck you" to the government. Yeah, I mean, they have so much money they can do whatever the fuck they want. There's fucking 33 states that sell pot you know, in some form, and Nevada the government not, says don't do Nevada's that. Nevada's not broke. It's yeah. fucking. It's always gonna make money. Fucking Nevada. Shit, man. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think maybe this is a good point to like go home and masturbate. Actually, I'm not doing that because I'm staying with my parents and then because you know. Yeah, well, we're an hour twenty in, so that's a we could leave people with a fucking with our thought provoking discussion. Oh, so I'm gonna when I okay the reason I the reason I brought up this um, parody amateur porn stuff right is because I got an idea since I'm gonna be in the jungle to create a George of the Jungle parody pornography softcore porn. So I may come back with like audio clips or something of uh, some form of like this thing done because I told uh, my traveling partner and she's like, she's all about it. So let's see what happens. Okay. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck to, to say that. So well, uh, we'll see what the, the ayahuasca trip where it takes us, man. If it takes us to softcore parody porn world or not, the world is my oyster. Well. See you in two months, right? On that note. No, we got to fucking come back before that. Well, are you even back before that? I'll, I won't be here next week, but I'll be, I can, I'll be back around the next week after that. All right. Well, you know, I may still live here at that point. Oh, shit. So, fucking shit. Um, but either way, you know, I'll, figure something out. I'll always have access to recording. So, all right. We'll uh, see you fuckers next time. Unless, oh. Unless the coronavirus takes over the world. I have a feeling it won't. All right. <laughs> All right. Next later. time. Fucking hour and 20 minutes, man. Holy shit.